Hi, I'm Sefta, Certified High Priestess, and today I am talking about how best to live unapologetically, even if you don't fit in and you've never felt like you fit in. I think there's three components. that self-love, like you're your own lover, like your life depended on it, abundance and self-trust. Um, uh, the three things I'm going to talk today about self-love and over the next two episodes I'll talk about each of the others. So self-love, like your life depended on it. What does that mean? When you don't fit into the normal box or, or, or you don't fit into society in what the majority think is normal, I think self-love is the most important key anyway but it's even more important if you don't because you have to be able to take those judgments, those opinions, even if they're BS, frankly, and love yourself no matter what. You have to be able to walk away from things that are just, like, you look at them when people say things, you think, what do you say? Um, You hear, you know, people talk about other people and you think, oh, my God. Or you just feel like these people are just out of alignment with me. I'm prepared to walk away. And that can be from people, places, situations. So you really have to love yourself from within like your own lover. And what does that really mean? Well, self-love, you can go on for hours about it. But it's really getting to know who you are at the core. Loving that person at the core. Accepting themselves at the core. And knowing who you are. Because when you know thyself then no one can, you know, can really know who you are, know how to operate in the world, know how to move in the world, know how to, you know, love yourself in those those moments that feel maybe like what what what's wrong with these people and be able to find people like you. And, you know, that's different for everyone. And I think when we talk about self-love, we think about bubble baths and, and that's fine. If you feel like today's a day, you're tired, you're exhausted... And a bubble bath is what you feel like. Yes, that is self-love, but there's also more to it. It's more about, you know, loving yourself when people say hateful words. Loving yourself when people judge maybe your body size, your body image, the way you dress. I love bright makeup. I, that's my thing. Bright makeup. I dress, you know, I, I feel my, my style comes from my soul. Fashion comes and goes, but style is something from the soul. But it's not like everyday fashion. I have my own unique style. And it certainly isn't what's in fashion. So when people say helpful things, you've got to be able to, or, or like, why are you wearing that? Or what you do? You have to be able to love yourself in those moments. And that, that might not seem much about your clothes and your, and your makeup, but if you hear them all the time, if you don't learn to love yourself, you're like your own lover, they can chip away at you. And that, that can really hurt you. And it can make you shrink. And you're here to shine your light so brightly. And each one of us in this world is. But when you don't fit into the, you know, the mainstream box, because I don't like the word box. It's like, you know, what box? What is it? Mainstream people do not understand that they're living this weird life. I don't think they do. So when you don't fit into what is the norm at that time, and as the world changes and years go, generations change that norm, shifts and changes as well but when you don't fit in 
You have to love yourself no matter what. And through everything else's judgments. You might end up in a relationship and they are pretty mainstream and you think, oh my God, this person is just not for me. And you have to love yourself so much that you can stand up and walk away from that because you know that the, that you can't spend your life with somebody like that. You have to love yourself when you go to a job maybe and you're not like everybody else and to stand up and for what you know is right, for who you are and be unapologetic. And that's when you, we take, that's really when you're owning your power in those times. And that, that comes from really deeply spending time with yourself. And I think in our society, there's so much noise, noise and, and stuff. When do we sit and really get to know ourselves? And self-love is part of that, getting to know who you are at the core. What is the thing that really lights you up? What doesn't light you up? What have you been through that makes you so amazing and probably part of your story of where you don't fit in? I think everybody, all the people I've ever met who don't fit in have a story why they didn't fit in. Um, and I think we need to spend more time in, like, sitting in silence. I'm a big journaler. It doesn't mean you have to. I'm not one of those people who says, I journal, everyone's got a journal. Journal, or you can make voice notes about, you know, and allow your feelings to come up. It's actually also honouring your feelings, your emotions. And in society, I'm a very emotional person. I feel things extremely high. I can be ecstatic with high feelings. And I can feel myself really, when I'm in the dark, it's a dark place, I really feel that pain deeply in my soul and my being. And I will cry, scream it out, shout it out. But in this world, actually, being emotional or being cut off from emotions, let's say that, is the norm. So that makes me not not as fit in the box on us or not fit in, I think. But what we don't talk about is that those emotions, actually being emotional is a superpower, you know, especially if we've got it on both ends. Because when we can feel something, we can cry and we cry and we're sad. And we have those days like that. And then we then we can, you know, laugh and cry. And if we want to cry, if we want to shout and scream, we're actually processing and healing something. If we don't, what's not talked about, if you've ever read the book, Your Body Keeps a Score, guess what? Your body keeps a score and it's trauma going in that your body is not released. Um, so it's really important when you're feeling that anger to shout it out, do what you have to do, dance, cry, just feel sad, sleep, just like, oh, you don't know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? It's really important. Well, you know, and, and it's in, in general society, it's looked at as a weakness. It isn't a weakness. And it's actually a really important way to process your trauma, your pain, so you can really heal it and move through it. So when people say, you know, oh, you shouldn't do it, absolutely wrong. And I think all these things are things about self-love. How many times do you just sit in a week or a day just recite in silence and just listen to your thoughts? How many times do you actually really clear on what you want? How many times do you sit and think, like, I desire whatever it is. Well, I'll just use the one that's really on social media right now. I desire to be a multi-millionaire. And then, do you sacrifice on that? Do you start saying, oh my God, no, I couldn't do that. How could I do that? I come from this economic background, this educational level, or my family never did that. Well, 
that's rubbish. And the more you deny your desires, the dreams that you have, a little bit more is chipped away at your soul, piece by piece by piece. And each year that goes past, a little bit more of you will die and get dark and a sadness, a loneliness, and a feeling like, you know, I'm not who I should be. But what I will say on the other end, because I got to that place 10 years ago, on the other end, when you start to awaken yourself again and connect your desires again and your dreams and start believing, yeah, I can do that. Eat a little every time a week goes past, a little bit is more light comes in and a bit more and a bit more and a bit more until you really are reconnected to those desires and dreams. And I believe whatever your dream you want to be, a multi-millionaire, a billionaire, uh, you want to run your own successful business, you want whatever to travel the world and uh, live in luxury, whatever it is, it is possible for you. But there's, you know, some things, self-love is one of them. It's not going to happen overnight. There is no magic pill. You're going to have to do some work around what you believe is possible and what is possible. Some mindset work, some deep spiritual work maybe. Really work on, you know, achieving that. Get support, whatever that is, and set a plan and know that if there is no magic pill, but there is, absolutely you can do it. Other people have done it before you. So you can do it. If somebody's done it for you, you can do it. And even if somebody hasn't done it before you, why can't you be the first person? And I think all these things is what self-love is. And it's allowing yourself to also have joy and pleasure, excitement, be playful. When do you just put on the music and just dance, like when you were a teenager, and jive with the music? When have you done that lately? When have you really laughed right into your belly and... And that thing has made you really laugh. Um, whenever you really, really, really enjoy something without worrying about social media, without worrying about, oh my God, paying the bills, or, or my relationship, worrying about my relationship, my children. Whenever you absolutely spent time with you on your own. Because I promise you, all these things are what self-love is. And when we get that, and we can embrace that, and know how to move with the, with the world from that place, and doing those things that bring us pleasure, and being playful, and doing things that are just with us on our own, and in silence, and we incorporate all these things that are self-love into our life. We have a crystal, a crystal strong core to move from in the world, to operate from, especially when you don't fit in to whatever the box is really about, but you don't fit into the mainstream. When you have those things, it will be easier. I am not saying it's going to be perfect, because that would be ridiculous, but it'll be easier to move through the world, to take the judgments, to take projections, to take other people's opinions, and it will slide off you like water of a duck. Is that, is that the right word? Yeah, and it's really, really important. That is part one. I will do... When next time I do the podcast, I will talk about abundance and what abundance is and what it really is and is and is not. Have an amazing rest of your week and a great weekend. Take it easy.